In for the Night is a podcast that discusses movies, random topics, and gives you an excuse to just stay in for the night. Hello. Is this my notes here? Yep. No. Oh. I always put it in front of you. I'm just, just so making you... sure it wasn't like last week's or week before I last. I clean off the desk and then I put them all over in that huge ass pile over there and then on the floor. Oh, I see it. I was like, no. Um, but yeah. Hi, my name's Katie. I'm sleepy and my back hurts. I wonder why. I have no idea. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Literally, since she woke up, she's been just working, doing stuff, instead of taking a chill pill like you need to be doing. I don't have chill pills. I am out of my prescription. Well, and that's why your back hurts, and that's why you're tired. And you're probably going to lay on the couch, and then you're going to get up and do something else. Probably. I, like I, I defrosted the turkey, and I was like, damn it, I need to do that before. No, I was going to cook it. You didn't need to cook it. It took like five minutes. It doesn't take long at all, but still. Anyway, what's your name? Whoopi Goldberg. Okay, Whoopi. It's an honor to meet you. I see that you have a new hairstyle, less dreadlocks. Bald and mailey. <laughs> mailey? Mailey. <laughs> mailey. With facial hair. Like you grew that on your own or did you like glue it on? No, it's uh, this new surgery called sticking your face with this syringe and it makes you grow hair. Did like just Botox. <laughs> I know in Korea they they have this like glue stuff where it actually makes you look like you have facial hair and you put glue on your face and you take like little pieces of hair and I've seen I think I saw this it was this video of this black guy like he I think he was bald. No. <laughs> he was bald or he was just like very clean shaven, like had no facial hair. And he put on this like paste stuff. And then he started taking like pieces of like beard, like with waves in it and started sticking it to his yeah. face. And then he trimmed it and he like cut it to make it look Did good. Did it look good? It, I mean, it was just freaking weird, but I mean. Why don't you just grow a beard? Yeah, just like grow Like a real one. man. <laughs> like a real human being, not like someone has got to glue it on their face, but. It was like this commentary. These like other guys like looking at him, they're like, "What the?" F-? Oh, you and showed me started, that one. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. They just started laughing at him and like, "What the fuck?" and shit like that. But it was pretty funny. And he was like making it like he would look good. He was just like, "It's like, bruh." <laughs> That's like way too much energy. Like I barely like some days. I'm just I take a shower and then I'm like, "Do I really want to put lotion on today?" That's I mean, like a two-second thing. You're white, so you don't necessarily. I get. Have I do get lotion. ashy though. I get real ashy. Me being dark, on my game, it's pretty funny. It's oh, just because it's like there's these skeleton summon creatures, black? ghost things, and they're called whites. W h i t s. So <laughs> my pawn that that's. That's like Did my. Did you name it Blacks? No, I can't name them. It's oh. it's an enemy. Uh, she's like, uh, Arisen, the whites are coming. <laughs> like when, when we went to Thanksgiving, that's the same thing. Somebody that my sister knows, their last name is White. Yeah. And they're like, oh, we're going to go pick up the white children. Yeah, it's like that too. And I'll just <laughs> I'm like, like. Wait, what? And I like look at Ty and they're like, oh shit. No, their their last name is White. But anytime, like they said it a few they times. They said it a lot. <laughs> It's so like it never registered the to them. It's like, yeah, we're gonna go pick up the whites. We're like, wait a minute, what do you, what do you mean? <laughs> like, are the, oh, are the darkies not allowed? <laughs> we gotta go pick up the blacks. <laughs> oh, the last names are black. 
mean, the Browns. Or the Browns. The Yellows. There is Browns. <laughs> there is last name Brown. I don't think there's a last name Black. Yeah. At least I haven't met one yet. Um, on Two Broke Girls, uh, Max Black. That's a TV show. I'm talking about real life, babe. There could be people in real life. Maybe, but I haven't met or seen or heard. So You have like a very small world. Okay. You have a very small world. Mrs. I don't like to go out. I just like to stay at home, work, read books, clean. I go out in books. I make friends. What up? Someone please help me. She needs to get out more. She needs friends. No, because she then needs to go I'm out like, to okay, a sure. bar. I converse. Maybe I don't want to converse because then I get tired and then I just want to sneak away. And- so you can clean for sixteen hours a day and not get tired, but I sitting at a bar, chit chatting makes you tired. That makes the thing is, zero sense. It doesn't. It does make sense because no, I'm an introvert. I don't need to talk to people when I clean. I'm not saying you need to talk to people. I'm just saying you need to get out more. I go to the gym. That's why you're porcelain. I go to the you gym. You get zero sun. You like me porcelain. I never said I didn't, but you're still porcelain. Your body needs vitamin D. I have it mine. in a vitamin capsule. No, you need the actual vitamin D from the sun. I thought you were going to make a penis joke, but... No, I said not for me. <laughs> All right, let's get into this because our topic is a doozy today. So... Um, it's going to be a 30-minute show, folks. We're going to get through this I got us. things to do. Anyway, uh, so <laughs> we want... You don't have anything to do. I do. That doesn't pertain to your video game. That's what I need to do. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we are doing the movie, which was Stowaway. If you have not watched it yet, definitely go watch it. It is on Netflix. It's a 2021 movie. You want to actually do it this time since we I have I my did phone it all the time. Last time we didn't because we didn't have a phone. Oh yeah. Well, no, we didn't do it because it was beef. It's not a movie. It's a TV show. All right. So we have Stow Away. Uh, we have five point seven out of ten on IMD Bizzles. Seventy six percent on Rotten Potatoes. 63% on Metacritic. And, oh, that's a short little synopsis. Penis peni. Wow, slacker. I was looking at the levels as you were talking. Yeah, sure. Mm-hmm. Just not paying attention. Sure. Uh, a three-person crew on a mission to Mars faces an impossible choice when an unplanned passenger jeopardizes the lives of everyone on boardy. Uh, they, I like how they have a reviews again. Director is Joe Pin, Pin, Pinna? Pinna? P-E-N-N-A. Mm-hmm. Pinna. Uh, budget was $10 million doll hairs. I don't know how much they made, but... Love to say it's that. Netflix. So, yeah, but... Excuse me. Stowaway action. Well... This movie was not what I was anticipating. Definitely not. It was definitely sad. Mm-hmm. And I have now grounded in me, I never want to go to space. I never <laughs> wanted to go to space in the first place. Neither did I. But I was Fuck just that. saying, they had to like, the thing that like bothered me the most is they have to climb a tether that was 450 meters. And they climbed it. And I'm like, they had to slide down it, and she couldn't slide. She slid too fast and lost shit. And mm-hmm. and then, she, yeah. 
I mean, it was inevitably going to be her anyway because she's the one who technically fucked up. So technically, but there, like, I can't. We can't say too much about the movie because it'll give too much away. But it was very interesting. Oh, oh my god! Weird. We heard a noise and it sounded like groaning. That was really weird. <laughs> it's the dog snoring. Um, but we don't want to give too much away. But it it was really interesting. It definitely didn't have as many twists and turns as I thought it was gonna have. Yeah, I thought it was gonna be like this action-packed movie, but it wasn't. It wasn't. It was It was still really good. Y'all should definitely watch it if you, especially if you like Anna Kendrick. Yeah, Anna Kendrick's in it. She did an amazing job. I don't know the dude who did David Kim. He did a really good acting job. Even uh, yeah, the, Michael. Yeah, he's been in other movies. I just I can't, can't think, think of, of his name. What? And then the same girl, like uh, the captain or commander, she was really good. They have a really good cast. It's a, it's a really small nice cast. It's only technically five because uh, you have the guy on the phone who you never hear, but you his know name his is name Jim. is Jim. <laughs> Jim. Tell it to me straight. <laughs> but I like how, so like she basically just had a nowhere lines. Like no one's, te- I don't think anyone's technically talking to her. I think she just, it was just like, uh-huh. Yeah. And you just hear like Jim indistinctively saying something and said, yeah, that's all you hear. <laughs> so, I mean, it was, yeah, it was a very good. Uh, and Michael, he did a really good job overreacting. Like I mean, that was, that was really good. It was good. Uh, yeah, it was just an all-around good movie. Y'all should definitely like a different type. It's not action-packed. It's not, you know, blowy up stuff. So just uh, check it out if you were looking for a different movie. Uh, so I'm going to give it an 8. I was hoping for a little bit more action. Yeah, same. I would give it an 8. It, it I was, mean, it, it wasn't it's a still, bad movie. It's it was still a good really movie. good. It's just not what we anticipated. I guess you shouldn't like judge a book by its cover kind of thing. But Yeah, like hearing the... The name you think like Ooh. other shit's gonna happen, dun, but dun, dun. what you think is gonna happen probably does not happen. Yeah, it does not. <laughs> but it's still really good. So good job, all y'all who did that movie. Now we have a lovely task before us. You um, have a lovely task before you. We have a very interesting case that we are covering today. If you don't remember from last time, you can either read the description or just listen in the next five seconds. Uh, we're covering the Chris Kramers and Lisa, Liz Ann Froon disappearance. Awesome. I was waiting for a response. You just kind of stared at me for a second. Anyway. I don't even know who those people are. How am I supposed to give you a response? <laughs> <laughs> just be like, oh, I'm interested. Oh, I'm interested. Thank you. You're welcome. You make me do that to you all the time. Anyway. Do not. So, sites, I have allthatisinteresting.com, which I've been using a lot lately. Chicken grits and bacon grease.com. Um, then Wikipedia, obviously. Mirror.co.uk. We have. Beans. What? Are you going to let me finish my sites? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> from com. That was hard. Fromtheballs.com. Sure. And strangeoutdoors.com. Strangebackdoors.com? Okay. <laughs> so, Lur, you, uh, or Whoopi Goldberg, you've never heard of this before. Never, don't know who these people are. Okay, great. So you're, buckle up, buttercup. Uh, oh, he just buckled, guys. He just did it. Strapped in. You didn't even do the click. Click. Well, I don't need to. I'm One too fat. Things. You gotta get the extension. Yeah, you gotta get the extension, <laughs> the and then it just still barely like doesn't even click. It's just like boop. 
and then it pops open as we're going down. Yeah, and then I gotta <laughs> put it back on. It's just a hassle. You just tie it. Yeah. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> we just dive off and we just keep on like. It's not me. I didn't do it's anything. You. Okay. I'm trying to be. So on first point. and foremost, we're gonna cover the girls. So. Uh, Chris Kramer was born on the 9th of August of 1992, which made her a Leo. Uh, fuck if I know. <laughs> so some of these characteristics that she may or may not have had, generous, loyal, honest, vivacious, intention-seeking, creative, uh, passionate, possessive, protective, and sociable. Possession? Possessive. Oh, wow. She was possessive. possessed. She's like, oh, this is mine. I, I, I know. All right, read number one. You read number one. Bitch, you always say that. Get used to it. That's how you do. See? You're going to break your neck one day. Probably. Lisanne Froon was born on 24th. That's weird. On the 24th. Of... It should be on the, but it says on 24th. It doesn't say the. Oh. On the 24th. And it should say of September of 1991. On 24th of September. There's Whatever. There's a lot of ofs and these missing. Just read it. This made her a Libra. Yay. As well for. That's what type like Lur is or Whoopi Goldberg. As well as Lur. As well as Whoopi Goldberg now. Oh. Well, as well as. It's back to Lur. G-Doggerino. G-Doggerino. You should put G-Doggerino. As well as. As well as Lur, which made her extroverted yep friendly charming indecisive diplomatic great listener romantic idealistic nope tactful unreliable yep and vain no i am a great listener no you're not yes i am all right listen doesn't mean i just retain it just because I listen well doesn't mean I can recite it back in two seconds. Exactly. All right. So Chris Kramers was 21 and Liz Ann Froon was 22nd. Both grew up in Amps Fort. 22nd? Did I say that? Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I can she was 22nd. Okay, Chris, let me try that again. Chris Kramers was 21 or 21st. And Liz Ann Froon was 20, 22nd. 22nd. Or, or 22. I was going to say 21st. Jesus. <laughs> you need some alcohol. Both grew up in Amsfort, Utrecht, in the Germany? Netherlands. Oh. Uh, it's just a city. I'm, saying, I'm assuming city, district, and country. Um, Kramers was described as an open, creative, and responsible individual. Kramers had just completed her studies in cultural social education, specializing in art education at the University of Utrecht. Wait, are these both women? Yes. Oh, I thought... Chris with a K is usually a girl. I didn't know it was with a K. Well, both of these are women. Two girls. Got it. Um, From Deventer. While Froon was described as aspiring, optimistic, intelligent, and a passionate volleyball player. Major athletic. Froon graduated with a degree in applied psychology. Read number two. Read number three? Sure. Okay. Only a few weeks prior to leaving for Panama, Froon had moved in with Kramers in a dorm room in Amsterfurt, uh, and they worked together at the cafe slash restaurant called... What the fuck? Called In the Kleine Hap. Like, I don't know if that the is hop. part of it. Uh, they both saved up money for six months and plan to go to Panama together on a six week, on a special six week vacation. 
So six weeks is a long time for a vacation. Fuck yeah, it is. They wanted to learn Spanish and wanted to do something significant for the locals, focusing on volunteering with children. Ew. (laughs) I put that. (laughs) Clearly. Uh, The trip was also supposed to be a graduation credit. Wow. Credit. Credit. Present for Froon. Froon. All right. So now we're going to get into it. They're touching each other inappropriately, aren't they? No. Oh. The trip. Dun, dun, dun. It would have been better if they were touching each other inappropriately. Why do you have to make things dirty, dude? I didn't. Okay. March 15th of 2014. March 15th of 2014, Kramers and Froon arrived in Panama. They toured the country for two weeks before arriving in Buket, Chiriki, on the 29th of March to live with a local family for a month while volunteering with children. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) As you can tell, I don't like children. Okay. She loves children. April 1st of 2014, around 11 a.m., they went hiking near the clouded forest that surrounded the Baru volcano on the Alpianista Trail. Okay, guys, I know I'm probably pronouncing everything wrong. I'm doing my best. I'm pretty sure they do not care. Maybe. Okay. (laughs) Uh, Not far from Bouquet. Some sources say that they took with them the family dog that they were staying with um, that belonged to the owners of the Il Perinsta restaurant that has not been confirmed. So they don't know if a dog came or not. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, the woman wrote on Facebook that they intended to walk around Bouquet, and it was reported that they had been seen having brunch with two young Dutchmen before embarking on the trail. Mm-mm. Read number three. Mm-mm. I like how you have the background noise, and it's actually a good... <laughs> dun, dun, dun. Some sources claim the owners of the restaurant became alarmed when their dog returned home that night without Kramers or Froon. Some sources claim the owners of the restaurant became alarmed when their dog. Why is that repeating? That's the same thing. You might like just read, like just read. It's exactly the same thing, so I'm oh. skipping it. Yeah. Froom's parents stopped receiving text messages, which both women had been sending to their families daily. Okay, so everybody's now is kind of alert. They are not around. So on April second, so the day after. The first, obviously. In the morning, the woman missed an appointment with a local guide. The guide was supposed to take them on a private walking tour of Bouquet, which was prompted the host family to alert authorities. So they didn't come back at that night. I would have like been starting to freak out at night. Mm-hmm. Okay. The next morning on the aerial, uh, the next morning, an aerial search of the forest was conducted, as well as a search of the village and the lightly wooded areas by locals. So everybody started looking. That's actually pretty quick. Like the next day, some they get like have a search party. Well, I mean, yeah, they're Americans in a foreign country, so that's usually mm. typically how they're, it goes. They're not Americans. They're from the Netherlands. Oh yeah. Well, they're <laughs> still in a different country. Okay. Uh, read number four. Uh, Oh, no, not on. April 6th, their parents arrived in Panama along with police, dog units, and detectives from the Netherlands to conduct a full-scale search of the forest for 10 days. Mm -hmm. The parents offered a 30,000 reward for any information leading to the whereabouts of Kramers and Froon. Wow. They must be balling. All right, so we're going to skip ahead of a little bit. 
Um, so they've been searching. There's no sign of these girls, like, at all. And they're like, what the fuck? Where did you go? Um, so we're going to be... Probably got eaten. On June 14th. A local woman turned in Froon's blue backpack, which she reportedly found by a riverbank near her village of Alto Romero in the Bucas del Toro province. The backpack contained... I don't know why I looked at you. There was, like, no there's idea. no information that you could re- like respond like, I to. I thought you were going to be like... I thought you were going to say something else, added on to that. Like, oh, it's like 200 miles away or something. No, it's usually... Like, this is like about... Everything is like within a 12 mile radius of each other. Um, so, in the backpack, well, the backpack contained two pairs of sunglasses, 83 US dollars in cash, uh, Froon's passport, a water bottle, Froon's camera, two bras, and the woman's phones, all in good condition. So, why was there US money in there if they're not? I think Panama takes US money too. But they're not from the US, so why would they? I mean, they probably ch- exchanged it for dollars that they would use. Surprises wouldn't change their money for Panama money. I mean, it's like Costa Rica. We used American USD. We gave it to yeah, them. But we're American. That's You just said they're not American. I don't know what they did. They probably exchanged it at the airport. Like, people do that. Never mind. I Continue. don't know. Uh, okay. Uh, okay. Meow. Is that better? Are you done? Are you? No, I have a lot of pages to go through. We'll get through them. Uh, the woman's phones showed that around six hours into their hike, someone dialed 112. I'm having problems with numbers today. That is the international emergency number in use in the European Union. So they were calling 112 in Europe to be like, yo, we're lost in Panama. Stupid. And then 911, the emergency number in Panama. I would have done that one first. Yeah. But that's me. Uh, the first distress call attempt was made by Kramer's iPhone number 4 at 16.39, 4.39 p.m. Mm-hmm. Shortly after that, another attempt was made from Froon's Samsung Galaxy S3. Oh, one has an iPhone, one has a Samsung. Nice. 16.51, so 4.51 p.m., so shortly after, like within 10 minutes-ish. Uh, none of the calls got through due to the lack of reception in the area. None of the subsequent call attempts ever managed to go through. So they called a lot. We're going to go over that in a minute. So on April 4th, Froon's phone, like it, there's proof on April 4th, Froon's phone battery died at 5 a.m. and the phone was never used again. So Samsung sucks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kramer's iPhone would not make any more calls either, but was intermittently turned on to search for reception. So it was still working. So suck it. Um, between Maybe five. one charged it and the other one didn't. Duh. Between the 5th and 11th of April, the iPhone was turned on multiple times, but without ever entering the correct PIN code again. So the PIN was wrong every single time. Um, either no PIN or a wrong PIN code was entered. So someone had her phone. Mm-hmm. On the 11th of April, but the thing is, it's in her, uh, Froon's backpack. So both phones were in there. In yeah, the- because they, if they can't be used, then why keep them? Okay, on the 11th of April, the phone was turned on at 10.51 a.m. and was turned off for the last time at 11.56 a.m., so it was on for about an hour and a half. Over the course of four days, 77 ring attempts were made, but only one connected, and it was just for two seconds due to bad reception. That sucks. Scary. So we're going to go into the call log. Um, So this uh, kind of goes through what happened and how many calls were made. 
Um, so on April 1st, the first attempt was called done at 4.39 a.m. p.m. Uh. 4.39 p.m. And then the Samsung did uh, 4.51. So I said that. And then on April 2nd, at 8.14 a.m., the second call attempt was on the iPhone. And then the Samsung Galaxy had one, two, three, four, five attempts on that day. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to go through that. Then the iPhone on April 3rd had three attempts or uh, one attempt to call, two signal checks. On uh, that 3rd of April, uh, the Samsung Galaxy uh, at 7.36 a.m., the phone is turned off. Okay. The 4th of April, there was two signal checks for the iPhone. And then the Samsung had one signal check and then a fourth signal check. Then the battery died. So that on the April 4th, we no longer have Samsung. Mm Mm-hmm. All right, so on April 5th, there was a signal check twice. On the second check, check, there was no pin. And then April 6th had two checks, wrong pin. And then the April 11th, the last time the phone was used, one check, signal check for with no pin. And then it was switched off. And there was 20, 22% battery life left. Suck it, Samsung. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Oh, you get to read number five. Mm. However, Froon's, Froon's Canon camera uh, contained photos from, I guess, April 1st, suggesting that the women had taken a trail at the overlook of the Continental Divide and wandered into some wilderness hours before their first attempt at making emergency calls, but with no signs of anything unusual. April 8th, 90 flash photos were taken between 1 a.m. and 4 a.m., apparently deep in the jungle and in near and in near complete darkness. So I forgot to show you all this. So these are pictures of the girls. So that's Chris. That's Lizanne. Where am I going wrong? And then that's them together at the start. So that's April 1st. Mm hmm. Then we go into the context of the backpack. The picture is not very good. They didn't take a very good picture. So we have the contents of the backpack. Everything's mm. dry. Everything's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's see. Only a, only a few pictures received from the memory card show clear images with most capturing near complete darkness. A few photos show that they were possibly near a river or a ravine. Some show a twig with plastic bags on top of a rock. Which is right there. Uh, Another shows the back of Kramer's head. Which is right there. That's weird. Um, The identity of the person who took the images and why they were taken remains a mystery. So this, the top left one is just a random picture that they took is near darkness. Then the one with the twig with plastic, then Kramer's head, and then like the other stars, speckles, like... I think it's just dust particles because they were taking pictures around them. It's not stars. Mm. So there were some theories about these pictures that were being taken. It's either for the light because of the flash or they were just taking random pictures on accident. Like it was hitting them or something in some way. And it was just taking random pictures as they were going. Um, but that's kind of, there's a lot more pictures online but they're just super creepy. Um, yeah. Super creepy like what? Like it's just like darkness. And then like there was a picture. I didn't put it in here because it wasn't very clear. But there's a picture of like uh, 
Chris, like, leaning over, like, kind of scared looking. Mm-hmm. And she's like... That would have been a good picture to get. But he, he couldn't really see it. Like, I, it would be terrible to put on, like... I mean, you wouldn't have to put it on there, but just for... I, I mean, I could have. But, so, that's kind of the timeline of what we're gathering. So, we're going to get into the investigation. Mm-hmm. Dun, dun, dun. Okay, police searched the area where the bag was found and discovered Chris's clothes folded neatly along the river nearby. So she was in the river naked or thrown in the river naked. Maybe. Uh, Kramer's denim shorts were found atop a rock on the opposite bank of the tributary, a few kilometers away from where Froon's backpack had been discovered. So the backpack was discovered a few, like three, I think it was like three and a half kilometers away. And then her clothes are found here. All, completely gone bra shorts shirt everything was nicely folded on this fucking rock mm-hmm. creepy um the jeans shorts were found 14 hours of walking distance from the backpack on top of the rock on the opposite bank of the river um at least i don't know why it says 14 eight walking hours. okay 14 hours from the backpack and then eight walking hours away from bouquet so, so like 20 the backpack was found way over here then her clothes were found here and then bouquet's like right here Jeez, that's a that's huge, a huge distance yeah so i was wrong it was about a 14 mile radius i guess but anyway a rumor claimed that the shorts were found zipped and neatly folded pictures of the shorts published in 2021 disproved this information so i didn't put that on there because it wasn't true uh two months later closer to where the backpack was discovered a pelvis and a boot with a foot inside was found. A pelvis? Yeah, pelvis. Like, like a just a pelvis and a boot with a foot. Inside it. Oh, it's Like she had a shit. hiking boot and the foot was still yeah. inside. Soon, at least 33 widely scattered bones were discovered along the same riverbank. Lizanne's fruit... Liz, Liz Ann's... Oh my God. Froon's left foot... That's better, right? Okay. Froon's left foot was found intact and inside her wildebeest boot, showing multiple fractures of the metatarsals. DNA tests later confirmed the match. So it definitely was Froon's foot. Mm. DNA testing confirmed they belonged to Kramer's and Froon's. So the pelvis was Kramer's. Froon's was the foot. Mm. Froon's bones still had some skin attached to them, while Kramer's bones appeared to have been bleached. There was nothing left on it. They were really white, which is very uncommon for bones. Oh, wow. All right. Read number six. Uh, A Panamanian forensic anthropologist later claimed that under magnification, there are no discernible scratches of any kind on the bones, neither of natural nor cultural origin. There are no marks on the bones at all. August 29th, a roll-up ball of skin from Lizanne's shin was also located by investigators. The forensic pathologist later found that the skin was still in an early stage of decomposition, even containing maggots. So, I don't know how to like talk about this because it's so disgusting. So, the difference in the decomposition is really weird. Because Lizanne, she had skin left. It was still maggoty. It was still gross. So the 
differences, like they're comparing differences. So they're thinking that Chris died first and Lizanne did, died later because of the stage, like yeah. completely different stage of decomp. But the weird thing is that if Chris died in the wilderness, wouldn't you think something would be chewing on her bones? Yeah, that's why there's no marks. Yeah, there's no marks, but nobody did. And it's bleached, which is weird. Mm-hmm. Like that you have to have chemicals to make bones bleached unless you leave them out, I guess, maybe. But I know I you know. like, I know I watched like the, my friend Dahmer and it was saying like, oh, if you want to get a, like bones to be really white, you have to bleach them with certain like acids or something. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I'm, it's just like a little weird, a little weird because both of them weird, yes. don't have it. All right, so now we're going to go into theories, and you get to go start us off with number seven. Seven. Uh, theory one, they argue, that, they argue that the deaths were an accident caused by flash flooding that is common to the area at that time of year. Yeah, that's bullshit. So in Panama, like there was these, like they had pictures of like people going across rope bridges, but legit, there's one big rope and then like it V's up and you hold up on the top and you walk across the, like the big rope. Yeah, but their bones were completely separated from each other. Yeah, but like considering the distance, because it was 14 miles, like 14 kilometers away, that's where the backpack was found. And then maybe they're trying to cross a river and something happened and all of a sudden, psh, and then it carried them down. But yeah, but the bones, like them just a current, I'm sure that river is not that strong of a current to have them maybe. hit rocks and separate bone, tendons, muscle, that, that no, I don't believe it. And to, to counter that theory... Uh, Chris's clothes were na- neatly folded. Yeah, neatly folded. Like, like no. I mean, the weather couldn't do that. That is not a good theory at <laughs> all. It was not a strong theory, but it was a theory. So Not a good one. Okay. Moving on. Yeah, exactly. Moving on. Theory two, the woman got lost while hiking, and they both met with an unfortunate fatal accident. Accidents. Dutch authorities working on the forensic and search rescue investigators initially thought it was likely the students had accidentally fallen from a cliff after becoming lost. This theory seems unlikely as both women would have had to have been extremely unlucky for this to occur. So they couldn't have just run off like lemmings and died. I mean, they could have. Something scared the fuck out of them in the forest. And, and if it's just dark. Took, took off running. I mean, like, that could be possible. The pictures But I then showed. still, the fact that their clothes are fully like folded neatly and in the fact that their bones were scattered in a pretty wide range mm. someone either had to kill them and chop them up and then bleach one of their bones and then just like into the river to make it seem like the first theory or because there's no way unless they fell and hit very sharp rocks on the way down but still it takes quite a bit of force right. to like pull apart bones and muscle unless they were just skin and bones. Okay. So it goes on one person falling and hurting themselves while hiking alone is an accident. Two people doing it in the span of a few days seems like no coincidence. Exactly. Uh, Chris Kramer is Chris Kramer's in this series gets severely. So this is the theory that they're trying to construct the step-by-step of how it actually happened in their heads. Uh, Kramer's in this series get severely hurt on the 5th of April, which explains why her pin was put in incorrectly. That 
uh, Froon didn't know her code and she was trying to dial it in and she didn't get it. Which, they're best friends. I wouldn't understand Yeah, why. you would think they would know each other's codes. So, Froon, a collegiate volleyball player standing six feet tall, decides to simply try her best to carry her injured friend around while they search for help. At this point, Froon's unfamiliarity with the terrain, area, and local flora fauna, she could have been attacked by an animal, not likely due to the condition of her bones, herself fallen while trying to refill her water, or even simply passing away of extreme dehydration. So she could have died trying to do all this. She is carrying her around the forest. Whatever. This also explains why Kramer's backpack was found so far from where the woman set out originally. Froon simply kept walking, looking for any way to get help. So she was moving in the opposite direction instead of where she needed to go. So that's probably why they were so, like, 14 kilometers away. Mm-hmm. Oh, eight. 14 hours. No, 14 plus eight is 22. So she was 22 kilometers away from Bruquette. Because the backpack was eight miles. And then from the back, uh, from her, sorry. From Bouquet to the close, it was eight kilometers. From the close to the backpack was 14. So it's 22 kilometers away mm-hmm. from Bouquet. So she was just going in the complete opposite direction. Well, they probably didn't have a compass, so they lost it. Yeah, you don't do that. Uh, for walking liquors updated. This also explains why Karen, never mind. Um, Froon carrying Kramer's also explains the April. Eighth picture of Kramer's hair among the many pictures of their nearly pitch black surroundings. So the picture was maybe she was she was carrying her or something, and she accidentally took a picture of her head. Yeah, maybe. Seem likely. Um, <laughs> exhausted, dehydrated, and malnourished, Froon would simply succumb to exposure and pass away shortly after Kramer's did from her injuries. So that's the theory. They got mm-hmm. an acid amp. Mm, I don't believe that. All right, go into the eighth. Uh, eight, Three. Please. Oh shit! I didn't. No, no, no. Just read number eight. I didn't finish reading my number first theory. I oh, there was something on the back. Continuing from my first theory that I think is still BS. The official theory from the Panamanian authorities being that the women both fell both off a monkey bridge and were washed away by the raging water. So monkey bridge is what I explained. Mm-hmm. Uh, unless that water is like very ragey, I don't think it could separate body parts like, it could. like that. I don't think so. I really don't I think so. I haven't tried unless, it. Unless, <laughs> I mean, that water would have to be going pretty fucking fast, first of all. And then, is there a waterfall in this? Yeah, there's, they're like... It's like Costa Rica, babe. Like, you know, the river, when it's raining, the water starts coming yeah, faster. Yeah, but it's not going that fast, though. I mean, where we were, it wasn't, but they could have probably taken us to a more deadly river if if we asked them to. I just don't think that's possible. Because, I mean, we we read something that said the amount of force needing to separate a leg, just a leg from the body was like... 200 uh, pounds of force. It's too... Yeah. Like, that's a lot of fucking force. Maybe somebody, like, maybe she got her leg caught in between, like, a... A rock or something and it pulled her off. That's possible. No, that's okay. not possible. I'm just okay. Great. I don't believe it. I would have to see like how raging this water is, but I I don't think that's possible. All right. I mean, usually with like currents, it'll suck you under and drown you. It wouldn't separate body parts. But anyway, theory three. 
The two women met with foul play while they were lost. There is a little there is little evidence this occurred beyond the manner in which the, the women's remains were discovered. The remains were found scattered along the riverbank, some of them bleached and with no markings on them. And then that's another thing too. If they were if it like was in the water and they, they were intact and they got taken under and broke apart, there would be like broken bones. Mm-hmm. There would be like dents on the bone, like fractures, shit like that. None of that happened. So that right. can't be the river thing. Um, they simply wouldn't occur in, uh, this simply wouldn't have, wouldn't occur in a normal decomposition. There would be scav- uh, scavenger marks or something, but they wouldn't have been completely unmarked. Furthermore, the backpack while discovered on the riverbank was completely dry. Mm-hmm. All of the contents found in were good condition. The biggest piece of evidence lay in the phone powering on and off. Remember, it was powered on every day from April 1st to April 6th. Then wasn't powered on again until April 11th. Why the five-day gap? Especially if it had 20% battery left on April 11th. When it was powered on for the last time. For a start, it was a strange one. Uh, for a start, it was strange that one of the bags was found some way from the river without water damage. Mm-hmm. But if foul play was involved, why weren't their vi- or why weren't their valuables stolen? Maybe a rapist or murderer just wanted to taunt the authorities, or they came across drug traffickers. So Panama is known for drug trafficking. Mm-hmm. Um, so this is my last picture that i have it's actually tied into the first one up here except lightening it we notice that there may be a figure someone standing and walking waiting so there that theory i kind of believe a little bit more because there are some pictures that just have people and not to mention that they're they had dinner with two dutch dudes like or like breakfast or like anyone waiting there's like a little white figure that under in the circle, like yeah, see the circle, but just it's a white looks figure, like a parrot to me. Okay, it's a figure. So the figure is I wouldn't even see it on it's the like, computer. But you have to think of this: you're standing on this bank, and it's a ways away. So it's a figure on the other side of the bank of the river. Do you still have that on your computer? I can pull it up. Um. So there, there's some other pictures, but that one had like the most. It kind of pointed it out a little bit better, so mm-hmm. I kept that one. I like that theory. What? The one that they could have just stumbled across either rapists or drug traffickers. Because if they're drug trafficking, they don't need their shit. They don't don't need them. Yeah, but then, like, why take them they, out the way they did? Because they saw them, like, they, the, the girls saw drug trafficking. Oh, like, been, witnessed. Yeah, they witnessed something. Oh. So they're like, well, fuck, bye, and... Because usually dismemberment is like gang related or mm-hmm. the C word that I'm not going to say on the podcast and don't say it either. Um, shit like that. Mm-hmm. So that's, I mean, I it, it someone had to have done it. It's not right. it's not the river. It's not a wild animal. Even though you would think it would be in that form, but we rode through Costa Rica. I didn't see any animals besides monkeys. Monkeys, I thought like dogs, and cows. Panther was going to jump out and eat us, but I was kind of sad it didn't. I'm glad it didn't. <laughs> All right, last theory. It kind of ties in with a couple other ones, but 
they just got lost. Dutch pathologist Dr. Frank said regarding the pictures, yes, I saw them. They're creepy. They're Blair Witch Project. (laughs) They Mm -hmm. are Blair Witch Project. The part of the jungle out there is known by the guides as Jungle Hell. Past the Continental Divide, people die up here. When you are out there in daylight, there is no problem. When you are out there in the dark, it's a game over. You haven't seen the cable bridges. I'm a mountaineer. You're full mortal on that bridge. So he wouldn't even go across them at night. Pretty much is what he's saying. You're full mortal? You, you are going to die. Oh. Like you're mortal. Anyway, it appears at first sight that both women died because of the difficulty and dangerous conditions in the Panamanian jungle. Um, like, why were they out there at night anyway? They, they just... didn't. They started at 11. And they, they probably like, the thing is, I thought I put it in here, but I guess I didn't. Um, there was a guy who mentioned that if you go on that specific trail that they started on, it goes in a loop. If you just follow the trail, you couldn't get lost. Mm-hmm. Like, you would be fine. But something must have happened in that loop. I think it was like an eight kilometer loop. It was not like super long, but it it brought it around and it should bring you right back to where you started. Mm -hmm. That's where they're like, this is really confusing. Like, you just follow the trail. Like, you'll be fine. Like, like, you won't die. They probably got spooked or saw something they weren't supposed to. I mean, it could have been anything. um, And the, the... I think I say it it here in a minute. Okay. So I think you're done, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. So pretty much what I'm covering now, that's the total story. That's that's what happened. There's no real, what is it? Nobody solved it. We are unsolved. They just have two dead girls and they found all this shit. But there's a lot of questions that remain unanswered. So we're going to get into them because I thought those were interesting. Okay. So... First and foremost, who erased data from Lizanne Froon's camera and why? What happened to picture 509? Apparently, there were pictures that were removed from the camera prior to discovery. So there is like a list of like when you take if you have a nice professional camera, it'll number the pictures. And if you delete it, that doesn't move everybody forward. It still remains the number. It's just deleted. It's it's deleted. So some of the pictures were deleted from within those 90 pictures mm-hmm. and so that's what i'm thinking can lead into the drug trafficking where yeah. like they caught them and they killed them and then whatever what have whatever they did with the bodies say love you um the other one is why won't the panamanian national authorities release the girls full autopsies till this day they will ref- they refuse to give anybody the autopsy like the results of the autopsy really mm-hmm. so the little information that we have from like the bleach the bones they look unharmed whatever that's it they but, could be lying then they could be lying so that's drug trafficking uh, why haven't mm-hmm. they followed up on the leads produced by their own forensic examiners the creaky police force and local reporters or launched a thorough investigation into the un- other unsolved deaths and missing per- person cases in the area so they weren't the first two to go oh, missing. Oh, I bet not. <laughs> like, there's, a, a, I think, like, two or three dozen in that area who have gone missing. So why do people still keep fucking going? It's a, Panama, like, they, it's an adventure country. Like, whatever. Um, why do we not know whose fingerprints were on the digital camera and the phones? We really need to know who made the last phone calls to 911 and 112. Fingerprints analysis could help with that. So, as mentioned before, the like at the sec- like the second part of the phone dialing mm-hmm. the iPhone was trying to get into but the pin was wrong 
Which kind of leads to me to think that Froon wasn't the one trying to get into it because you're best friends with somebody, they would probably share your pin. Like, yeah. you know my pin, I know your pin. Like, mm-hmm. it's... Yeah, someone else was in possession of the phones. So they could have taken it, but they didn't do that. Very shady. Um, okay. This one's kind of cut off. How about the water bottle and its water remnants? Were the water molecules found in the small plastic bottle? The, pretty much there was a water bottle in the bas- backpack. And they're saying, why didn't you check the water? Was it the bottled water or was it river water? Mm-hmm. So they're trying to, um, or local tap water, perhaps that was the last end. So maybe they stopped somewhere and mm-hmm. got water and then they were on their way back. And that's maybe somebody followed them and did yeah. whatever. <sighs> the local girls had warned other youngsters in Bocas del Toro to not venture out alone without a guide. And they were known to be meticulous planners. So why did they themselves decide to go out alone on the, on a wilderness hike because they're not the smartest <sighs> yeah perhaps because it was toted to be just a pleasant day hike by lonely planet or were they not alone after all maybe somebody met with them. i mean maybe the two guys that they met like had brunch with went, went with them went maybe. with them turned out they weren't these nice gentlemen that they thought they were uh another really good question so the dog remember it wasn't like totally proven that he was there why was blue the dog who supposedly walked along with them were never seen in any of the pictures usually if you go on a hike with the dog you're going to take some pictures of the dog yeah the dog's going to end up being in pictures yeah, somehow or somehow another. none of the pictures had him yeah because the dog probably wasn't there right why didn't the girls turn back after they placed their first emergency call so if you, like, five hours into the hike, I'm like, oh, I'm lost. Let's call 911. Maybe they saw something. They tried to call 911. They made noise. Somebody. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. Since they got into trouble so early in the trip, as evidenced by their emergency calls, how would they have fallen into a river 12 hours away? Well, then also, they went on this hike at 11. They didn't make the first call until what? Like, like 4 a.m.? 4 p.m. Or 4 p.m.? Yeah, so that's... What, six hours later? Yeah. Five hours. Five hours later? It was like five to six hours later that they made that first call. Yeah, so it's still daylight then. Right. Fifi, figure out shit. Take a shot. Um, okay, so what has the exact location of the 90 nighttime photos never been thoroughly investigated and established? So they have the pictures. They could easily piece them together and figure out where they were. Because... Mm-hmm. People have been out there. People walk out there all the time. That's going to come up here soon. How could they get lost on a one-way easy track in an inhabited world where Gobi natives walk the mountain trails daily with their cattle on top of it all? So the trail that they're working on, walked on, super easy, very populated. They should have ran into somebody. Yeah, they must have. Yeah, some, yeah, they... That's foul play for sure. Then. Yeah. So why did we hear nothing about the drugs and gang wars going on in Phuket around 2014? With at least 15 other local gangs rivaling for power. Mm. So I'm laughing because it's just like, oh, they so easily left it out of the information. I, mm-hmm. I mean, these girls should have chosen someplace else. Like, 
They did not do research at all. Oh, they could have been still alive. Okay, I only have a few more questions. Why have we not been shown all the photos on the photo memory card? We've only seen a few. Like, there's there's 90, but I only found, like, 10. Yeah, because someone's covering up shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. How was it possible for Chris and Lizanne to switch their phones on so methodically at set times without having a watch or means to know what time, or what the, know the time in the jungle? That one is like, okay, like they could see the sun coming up. Oh, it must be morning. Mm-hmm. Like, and that yeah. one's not as like, whatever. Uh, why did they not once try to call their parents at home or their host family nearby? They only called 911-112. They didn't well, even try their family because they were trying to call 112 to the Dutch emergency line, which is what they're normally probably going to call if they're in an emergency situation mm-hmm. in the Netherlands. But they didn't call any other number. They knew their host family's number. They had it in their phone. Why didn't they try to call them too? Well, because if they can't get a hold of 911 because there's no reception, not can get a hold of anyone. Right. I, I understand that. But it was just like it was kind of a little fishy that it was only those numbers. And not because Froon's passport was in her backpack. So my thinking is the gang members saw it and they were like, oh, shit, let's call the Netherlands emergency line because that's what they would normally do. Right. And then, oh, well, now we have to call Panama's emergency line. But they don't know who their yeah, host family sure is. I'm pretty sure it's not the women that are doing I don't these think so. calls. Ah, okay. Why were there no draft messages or other signs of life for their loved ones found back? So normally if you're lost or something and you realize, hey, I'm really going to, I'm fucked over right now, leave a text message or leave a note in your phone or write a note on something saying goodbye. That wasn't even around. Yeah. So unless they're just like very determined women and they're like. I'm pretty sure whatever happened to them happened early. And then all those pictures and shit like that were probably not even them. Oh, that's creepy. I didn't even think about that. It's probably just... And then they did the back of like, her head. The back because, of her head. Because there's blood. Like, it, there's part of a picture where it's like a little bit of blood on her forehead. Mm-hmm. And so they took a picture of the back of the head because they didn't want to show the front because it yeah, could be like a... Yeah, probably fucked up. Bullet wound. <laughs> Something. Yeah. Oh, that's... I didn't even think about that. Oy. Those poor girls. They just made... wrong. What is it? Wrong place? Wrong time? Right. Um, This is kind of what I was saying. How come after five days alone in the wild, supposedly, the girls seemingly didn't memorize each other's cell phone pin numbers or pin codes? Mm -hmm. That's. It's obviously not them. It couldn't because if I'm with my friend, they would know, like, I would tell them my phone code just in case. Like, Mm -hmm. but I was like, what is it? (laughs) I couldn't remember because it's so habitual. I can't. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, only three left. Why did the prosecutor declare the girls were dragged to their death in the river when the pathologists say the bones show no signs of abrasion or injury markings whatsoever? Kind of what you said. Like, if yeah. you go through a raging water, you're going to have You're going to have broken bones. Yeah, you're going to have broken 100%. bones. 100%. Like, but the, the weird thing is on Froon's, her metatarsals were broken in the boot. So, like, her toes. Well... Well, yeah. So, but I mean, in those, the boot, but that's but that doesn't mean anything. Like somebody could have like stomped on her foot. Someone obviously stomped on her bleh, foot, bleh, bleh, bleh. or broke it with a hammer. Okay, and kind of connecting with that, if the backpack had been in the water, why weren't the context contents decayed, and why were they in such good condition? 
Mm-hmm. Well, just on top of that, why were their clothes folded on random spots? Like, Yeah, that's creepy. I don't know. It's weird. Um, and then last but not least, how did the jean shorts from Chris get off and why were their bras folded up and packed in their backpack? Did they, in fact, go for a swim after their the pike, as some sources claim? And I, I'm not going to say that one. As some sources claim, and is that why they folded up their bras and shorts voluntarily by themselves? Not say what one. There's a word, like their pianistian hike. I said it. So after mean? their hike, they were saying, oh, maybe they went for a swim after their hike and they folded it and that's when they they got brutally murdered. Oh. But, or got in trouble or whatever. So this one was a doozy and I really, I thought it was going to be longer. <laughs> and I'm glad it's not because I was like, fuck, if it's going to be like two hours, that's going to be a lot. Um, but it took me like two hours to put it together. So that's part of the reason mm-hmm. why. Um, so what's your theory, Lur? I already said what my theory is. They, wrong place, wrong time. They got, uh, waters did not kill them. Our animal did not kill them. It was another human being who they either, it was either the family in Panama that they stayed with or some random people that they met or just some random people that were there in a very highly populated area. Maybe they ventured off and was like, oh, I want to go look at this. And then shit just hit the fan after that. Mm-hmm. And uh, sadly, that's why, like, it's just like the movie Taken, you know, like mm-hmm. shit like this actually happens. It does. Like, people don't realize it. Like if you're, I know there's women out there that can take care of themselves, but if you're in a foreign country and it's just you and your girlfriend, like meeting friend or girlfriend, and y'all are like by yourselves be very, very cautious. Mm-hmm. Like, be very cautious where you're going. Watch your backs. Like, turn around. Make sure no one's following you. Don't walk alone at night. Don't walk alone at Definitely don't go alone. Don't go out at night, period, in, in a foreign country. Even if it's, like, you know, supposed to be, like, a fun thing. Just yeah. don't do it unless you have, like, more people with you. Right. I'm not saying you have to have a guy, but at least, like, more, more than two. Pe- yeah. You know, Because two is easy to six, be taken over. Like something like that. It can be six women, four women is better than just two because two shit can still happen. Like it's easier to take over two people, but if there's a group, it's harder to Yeah, it's harder because usually if like someone's gonna do the abduct abducting abducting. I can't say that fucking (laughs) word either. Um it's usually one or two people. It's not, you know, three, four, five, six it's like one or two. So mm-hmm. four people, three people, six people in a group, you should be fine as long as someone doesn't venture off by themselves. Like, and always go to a restroom and groups. Right. Yeah. Um, in twos or more, just you just gotta be weary. Like, don't think, oh, you know, it's supposed to be a safe area. That doesn't it fucking doesn't, matter. Doesn't like, matter. That's where the pe- that's where the predators Complacency are. is death. And if so, you think it can't happen to you, it's probably going to happen to you. It's probably going to happen to you. Like, I'm sure these women thought, oh, nothing's going to happen to us. It's going to be a we fun time. We planned it really and well. And, oh. Now they're not here anymore. And they obviously went through a brutal death, whatever it was. I so, feel my heart goes out for them and their families because... Like, that like, is terrifying. I, I feel like their parents probably would have still been worried, even them going. And they'd be like, just be very careful. And then they stop texting. And then, like... 
instantly your stomach drops and it's like the worst is happening. And the Shit. worst did happen. And it's just, I couldn't, I can't even imagine like having that feeling, but. That's another reason why it's like terrifying to have a kid because you just, especially nowadays, you have no idea what could happen. Like they're, they're they might be like, oh, I want to go to some place with my best friend. Cause they've been there, you know, so many times you're like, and their mm-hmm. family's been there so many times. And it's like, oh, we're just going to go as girls. You're like, you know, Man. okay, whatever. And then all of a sudden, you just don't hear from them ever again. Also, don't follow the U2 touring, okay? Because that's on Taken. That's why the girls were in Paris. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but, oh, yeah. no, it's, seriously, just watch your back. This is, like, this was a heavy topic. And I, I enjoyed it because it was very interesting. And I learned some stuff that I didn't realize earlier. Um, disappearances do happen and like there's even, a lot of unsolved mysteries too there's, a lot there's of unsolved one dude murders, that I, I really really want to cover soon he literally just disappeared like he went to the bathroom in a bar and he has gone I think you talked about it. I think we I talked know. about him before not on the podcast but I Are did you sure I don't think I did I'll look at the list but um, I, it was one that I want to do there's a couple disappearances that were bonkers that I want to cover and so that's probably going to come up later, not now, because this was a heavy topic of gr- brutalness. We talk about it whenever we want. All right, so that is the topic. What do you guys think happened? If I missed anything, definitely email me in and let me know and sor- cite your sources, please cite your sources. Um, but thank you for listening. What is our next movie, Lur? Uh, Good Burger Two. Shoosh. You still can't remember. So Good Burger 2 is coming up. So we watched Good Burger 1 for the podcast and why not 2, which is like 20 years later. Yeah, a million years later. (laughs) But I'm really excited about it. Uh, My topic is a paradox. Do you remember? I told you. It's the Bermuda Triangle. You did not tell me that. I did tell you that. But anyway. I would remember that. So we're going to... Good Burger 2, you can find on, uh, I think, Vudu, Prime, and YouTube, I think. But Prime. Prime, for sure. Um, and then we're going to talk about Bermuda Triangle next next episode. I'm really excited about it. So, Hell yeah. So, uh, but as always, you know to write in with your topics, confessions, concerns, stories, funny headlines, because uh, We're Not Qualified is coming up. So you can do that by going to our website, InForTheNightPodcast.com, and just clicking on contact and type it all in there. Or you can email us directly at InForTheNight69 at gmail.com and and email us there. Um, But what else can you find on our website, Lur? Stuff and stuff. Great. (laughs) (laughs) Patreon and merch. Patreon. So if you want to see our lovely faces, and I shared the pictures on the thing... So you can see them. So if you become a Patreon, starting at the dollar mark, you can definitely see all of this in our pretty faces. We we smiled weird. Um, and then merch. We do still have merch. So if you're interested in representing, definitely go to the website and to our website and you can click on merchandise and it'll take it right there. Super easy. But... I hope we gave you a reason to stay in for the night. Yeah. And take two shots just for shits and giggles. And until next time, peeps. Peace out.